Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew, and this time we will be bringing you another movie review. Drew and myself went and saw Spider-Man Far From Home, so we thought we'd break out and give you a completely spoiler-filled spoiler, spoiler, spoiler warning. We will spoil this movie if you haven't seen it. Go see it and cue us back up on the ride home. So we wanted to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home, our thoughts on the ending of the MCU and a very good Spider-Man movie. So, Drew, where do you want to start? Um, I think over just overall, my my reaction was um, it was fun. It was it was a good movie. I I really liked this Spider-Man mm-hmm. and um, uh, a, a fun a fun fun movie, top notch. I had a really good time with it. It had some great humor, some great fun times. Uh, not quite to the Ragnarok level of just uh, unbridled comic joy and stuff like that. Not uh, you know, but on par with I'd say some of the Guardians movies and just you know just a fun, enjoyable watch. Those are the kind of movies that I watch over and over. Like I'll watch Guardians and Ragnarok over and over because they're lighthearted and fun. And I think this will be in that same mix for a movie that I'll watch over and over and over again. Just for uh, the pure joy of it, because like no, 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 you won't watch this one again. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Oh, this was this is a fun one that I'd watch again, definitely, because I've already, I've already got some things I have to go back and, and that I think I missed that I've got to watch. Uh, but yeah, I'll watch this again before I watch Endgame again. Yeah, I'll, I'll everything you said, all the all the movies you mentioned, Ragnarok, Guardians, both Guardians and Endgame, I have watched and will watch again. And I will probably, I mean, if this is on like an HBO, I might watch it again, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it has watchability cause it was a little long. Yeah. Yeah. It was about two hours. It was a little scotch over two hours. And, um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Fantastic. Oh, so good. Uh, he did a really good job. Um, you know, I knew. I knew Mysterio was a villain. Yeah, Quentin Beck, we know, is just... He's a liar and not a good guy. Been reading but Spidey for a while. From a different universe. So maybe maybe Mysterio from a different universe is different. So they easily manipulated me. Uh, yes. I, was, I was putty in their hands, and I was like, Oh, yeah, he's from a multiverse. Sure, okay, he's a good Mysterio. And I followed it. I took the took the hook, and they set it right firmly in my cheek, and and away I went on that one until the reveal. And I was like, "Oh, he is bad." <laughs> the old bar scene, if you will. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I was pleasantly surprised because uh, from the trailers and things I'd watched, there was a lot of lamenting Tony Stark, lamenting Iron Man, and I thought. I don't want to watch a movie about lamenting the father you never had and after the previous fathers you never had and a soap, a mopey, sad sack Spider-Man. But we didn't get that, thankfully. We got Tony Stark in almost every single scene in the background somewhere plastered, muralized on a TV, everything. Think you got a check for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But we didn't dwell on him. It wasn't... He, he just happened to, like, this universe, This is he's just in it. But it wasn't a thing we dwelled on. It wasn't something that Spider-Man talked about and talked, to, mm. talked about and Peter talked about. 
So I was pleasantly surprised by the amount of that that was in there. And just, man, it was a fun ride. It was a high school, you know, romance. It was the lighthearted, you know, can I be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man knowing I'm being pulled in another direction that is the quintessential Peter Parker that I like. His desire for a real life and his inability to have that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I really enjoyed the exposition at the beginning about the, the blip. blips. And, and people were called blips that had disappeared and came back. And it, it started off pretty cool. It was like a... Um, we were, we were commenting on like the way it was starting, and we're like, "Boy, this is really bad CGI and really low res imagery." Houston, come on! Yeah, it was, uh, and, uh, and we were worried, and then it, it turned out to be a high school. Uh, yeah, the last one popped up Getty images, and you're like, uh, "Ah, yeah." They, it's meant to look like they stole it directly from Google. Images. And then they um, they kind of explained that you know half half the the high school disappeared came back fu- came back five years later this the same age and everybody else had grown up uh five five years uh later while while everybody else was there and then they had still had to go through high school with them and some of them were like they were their younger brother when they left and came back as their older brother and uh, there was some yeah. there was some interesting things uh, there and it was a cool little way to explore that a little bit and you know, kind of harken back to, hey, we're we're firmly in the Marvel U. Yeah, and uh, even though they'd gone through half of the school year, they're all back in the same grade they were during the blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that upset the one dude. <laughs> yes, very much so, very much so. And uh, it's funny because like we saw later when Flash is on the airplane, he's drinking an alcoholic beverage because his ID would say he's twenty one. But he blipped for five years, so he's actually 16, but would have a birthday 21 ah, years ago. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a cool a cool cast of characters um, in the high, you know, we have Flash, and uh, who isn't bad, isn't a bad Flash. Uh, One of the most disappointing things about this Spider-Man is how Flash is no. not a bully, really. Flash is not menacing. Flash is not beating up. Peter, Flash is just a neglected rich kid yeah. D-bag who actually has more problems than Peter, and we see that already. So, they're already trying to make a sympathetic for him, but like Peter literally gets the crap kicked out of him in almost every other iteration yes. of Flash Thompson. Aside from what we have here. That's an interesting choice, interesting way to go. You know, we have uh, Genki, I mean Ned, uh... <laughs> a fun character liked him a lot in the Miles Morales book um, so they thought they'd just yank him over here uh, that's that's pretty cool um, I'm not sure this, if this Becky person is a is a standard classmate from Peter Parker's past or not yeah yeah, we, we know her from before yeah. well, from comic, comic lore. lore or from last movie and, and then of course MJ yeah, if you've watched her in um, Euphoria on HBO, very different character than the uh, the cute little high school crush of Peter Parker in this. So, yeah, it, it, that's kind of fun. Um, acting, isn't that amazing? 
Yeah, but I think she does a much better job of being likable oh, in this yeah. movie as opposed to the last one, where the last one she's just kind of snarky with everything. In this one, she's timid. In this one, you can see she's locking eyes and gazing away from Peter Parker. In this one, you can see the you know the high school crush thing and the how awkward things are as a sixteen year old. And she had a really great uh, li- uh, series of lines where she fell in love with an Italian word that was the opposite of aloha. The dough or whatever it was, Bo. Yeah, and I, yes. I enjoyed that scene with her as well. Yeah, yeah they they had really great chemistry together. Um, the teachers that were the chaperones for the European trip, uh, they they had some great lines, uh-huh. and it, it, they were they were they were really good comic relief throughout. Yeah, I need to see if anybody needs any uh, counseling over the things that we because <laughs> like, yeah. I'm nowhere near qualified for that. And the one dude kept thinking it was it, witchcraft. The whole way, um, yeah. Um, Ned and Beth's little uh, summer love affair is is it's so fun, and they just act like they're this couple that's been together forever. Super, yeah. really, really yeah. like. That. And then we get awesome. um, some interaction with uh, Happy and Happy and Aunt May are dating, which that was an interesting choice. Um, you get the, the Peter Tingle, which would have landed a lot stronger if I hadn't seen it in the trailers too much. They that that one fell flat yeah. in the theater because it, it you know it, it had been in the second trailer cut that was pervasive. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was a m- mistake because um, it was it, it was it was a funny line, but it was. But it wasn't as funny as it would have been if it would have landed uh, fresh. And in all reality, a lot of what this movie was based around is him and being able to get himself in the right headspace to learn to use his spidey sense. So that was a giant section of this whole movie. And it was a a throwaway giggles line in the trailer. And I, I like the fact that we saw the thing with the cops and the interaction with him and the friendly neighborhood stuff. That's in the true. Trailer. Nowhere That's in the true. movie at all. It was not. Um, and and we, you know, we get some Nick Fury and um, what's her name, Maria Hill. Yeah, um, the Maria Hill, Kobe, Kobe Smolders. Yeah, she she looked old. Kobe Smolders. Yeah, she looked old in this. And uh huh. They okay. Well, here, okay, you want to jump into that, or do you want to go through stuff before we jump into? Sam, th- well, into I was just going to say both her and Samuel L. Jackson looked very old, um, and didn't feel. I did. Their scenes fell really flat for me. I did not like them in the in the movie at all. Correct, and I think that's a directorial choice because at the end in the post credits we find out they're scrolls. So they did, acted, and did things that were not Maria Hill and Nick Fury. And is it worth having them so dead in this whole movie just for that kind of reveal and that kind of revelation? Because that was not Samuel L. Jackson, how he normally plays Fury. That was not how Maria Hill normally carries it. And we find out it's because it's scrolls acting like them. But for me, that reveal isn't worth yeah, watching how they crappy they Couldn't they be really good at their movie. job, scrolls? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. If that was a directorial choice, that was a bad one. 
It was. I mean, I'm sure, because, like, even the bitch you've been to space, that is a Samuel Jackson line. That is not a Nick... I, that's not something yeah. I think Nick Fury would say. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh. But that's something a scroll pretending right, to be so Nick in retrospect, Fury would say. we should have seen that, I guess? Recognized that? I... And we did. We thought it was Chameleon. I mean, I did. I talked about this for a while beforehand. That it, it didn't seem like Fury... And it turns out I was right, but I I, I wasn't going scrolls oh, okay. as cool. much as I was thinking chameleon. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Who it also turned out was probably in this movie because chameleon's real name is what Drew? Oh, Dimitri. Okay. Who did we meet as the uh, Dimitri, bus driver yes. and extra shield agent? Dimitri and Marvel tends to not use names flippantly unless they mean what they actually mean. So that may be yet another Sinister Six. Although we don't know how he would end up on the other side. I think you've read a Buzzfeed yada yada yada. Um, (laughs) I don't think you. I don't think you picked up on that on your own. (laughs) No, no, no. I I talked in like this. This came from uh, another one of the individuals. Yeah, we were banting back and forth after the shout out. Shout out to Dom. the, so uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> what Civil War is not a top five Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> angry as soon as he met you. He was like, what? I don't know if it's top You're ten, crazy. Dom. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then uh, yeah, didn't didn't wasn't a big fan of th- those two. Uh, and then we But then we did get Mysterio. We got Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Uh I thought he did a great job. Man, he did a great job. And then job. when... And we, we, we tied it back into Tony Stark. We tied it back into Iron Man 3. We we did, I mean, so many cool things with it where it made sense. Uh, the tech made sense. The deception made yes. sense. Uh, you know, the, the a little bit unhinged made sense. Everything was like, I get it. Because, you know... We're taking these characters from the 1970s and stuff when we didn't have the technological aspects we have now, and we think about things like, I don't know if Mysterio could pull the wool over so many people's eyes in this day and age, but then they come out with a wonderfully well-working reason why it would work yeah, even you've, you've better got in the, 2019. The VR tech, and you've got or the hologram tech, mm-hmm. and then you've got the drone tech to do the damage, and it worked pretty perfectly. Yep, pretty effortlessly for them to yeah, trick no everyone with the elemental uh, villains, which yeah, because you know originally we have Magma Man, Hydro Man, Sand Man, and legitimate characters, and we've kind of made them a little generic in this yeah. one and just yeah, so our, you know we only had one villain, and I kind of like that. It's one movie. Let's do one villain. Um, yeah, which which you know. Everyone's talking that about the Sinister Six being, you know, on the horizon, and um, when when movies get crowded like that, I always worry. It's it's tough to do yeah. do them right. So I like the one villain, one movie kind of scenario, um, and and that worked really well. Yeah, the there there were these glasses, uh, Edith glasses that Tony Stark had given to uh-huh. Peter. And, what did Edith stand for? Do you remember? Oh, something yeah. defense. Something. Yeah. Something, was, yeah. something interesting. Earth I defense. Yeah. Top of my head. But, um, but he ended up 
getting <laughs> conned out of those glasses by the Mysterio character. And uh, that that worked very well. I thought I bought that hook, line, and sinker too. So I thought that was well done. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, to just kind of see this the uh, Mysterio character turn from this um, very likable, charismatic, nice guy to evil mastermind was really a joy to behold. It was really a good performance by him. Um, I, I, I thought I thought it was great. Yeah. And and then to when we started getting into the battles inside the holograms and they were you know the you know just the complete confusion and terror that he was wreaking on Peter and uh, it was brilliant stuff brilliant filmmaking and it really made me regret not going to the 3D movie I think the 3D movie would I think they yeah that's what you said and I hadn't even thought of that the 3D version would have been really fantastic because of the aspects that you know, sometimes 3D is just a waste, uh, most of the time. Um, but I thought I I think this would be cool in 3D, and I, I guess if I do see it again, maybe I'd go back and see it in 3D just to see. There but the battles were fantastic, and um, you know, just very inventive and trippy. You know, <laughs> it was really a cool, cool cinematic uh, experience. Yeah, very cool. I was really impressed with Gyllenhaal. Of course, from the very beginning, we meet him in the kind of the S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters, and he and uh, Parker hit it off because uh, we get the cool scene where they talk about the multiverse and being from a different universe, and then my spidey sense immediately tingled when uh, when uh, Mysterio said that the current Earth is 616, and we know that's not true as comic book geeks. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. That's not true. We know that's not true. Because 616 is our comic universe. Our MCU universe is 199999. So I was just a little bit like, huh. Okay, that's where that did we Where did we up. get that number at? A little bit. So we got that uh, through something with Captain Marvel. I think it's in the comic. There's a comic book for Captain Marvel where the... MCU Captain Marvel pops into the comic from 199999. Oh. Oh, okay. So, so we do know our universe for MCU and it's not 616 because that's our comic universe. So, I my ears perked up a little bit at that cuz I was like, nope, oh, nope, nope, okay. nope. And there was a reason nope, for that because right. he was lying. Um Yeah, and it turns out it's full of crap. But uh, in a cool way, I loved the reveal. I loved the uh, the bar scene. You know, I loved how he he you know had a little bit of a mentoring with uh, with Parker, where they sat on the ledge earlier, and then they had the drink afterwards. And it it seemed to make sense. You know, you don't need to be an Avenger. You don't need to be everything. I'll I'll go and help these people. There's nothing left in my earth for yep. this. Sure, I'll take the glasses. Yada yada yada. And uh, yes, it turned out to be the wrong call. But, like, there is literally a movie before that happens and a movie after that happens. Yes. Super um, so, well done. beats the big bad. Um, so, he, he beats Mysterio using his yep. su- spider sense so he can get around the, the uh, holograms and stuff, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Gets his kiss. 
uh, with Zendaya, which is nice. MJ. Yeah. And yeah. Um, has some fun times with Happy uh, before that. Uh, Happy has a has a lot. You know, John Favreau's character has a lot of lot to do in this. I thought that was cool. Um, and then we get some uh, post credit, mid credit scenes. Mid credit. Probably my favorite mid-credits scene. I was talking to some people about that I thought that was my favorite mid-credits scene of all time. And they're saying, no, at one point we got the reveal of Thanos. Yeah, that was a great mid-credit. The end-credit sucked. But the mid-credit was really good. Uh, The mid-credit was um, the scroll reveal, right? That was the end-credit? Nope, that was the end-credit. So... That was that would be yep. the J. Jonah J., J. Jonah Jameson cameo. Yeah, you know when we end our movie, we get the happy ending, and we get, you know, we get Pete flying around with his girlfriend through through uh, Manhattan or whatnot, and we get we're 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 like, all right, cool, man. The third one's going to be back in high school, and we get our happiness, and he's going to be friendly neighborhood and everything. And uh, Peter Parker got his happy ending. Now, you and I should know Peter Parker <laughs> is not allowed True. to have a happy ending. So then we get our mid-credits, and man, Marvel rocks. Because not only did they completely take the entire movie we saw, throw it into a ball in the heap in the corner and completely change it, they did it by bringing J.K. Simmons back. The J. Jonah Jameson of old back again. And they changed him from the Daily Bugle to the DailyBugle.net. So not only is he not a newspaper now, now he's a, uh, a uh, an Alex Jones type conspiracy online thing. And he uh, sends us this edited tape from Mysterio that paints, you know, of course, Spider-Man. Ah, I knew he was evil. And then, at the end of that, we get, and Spider-Man's true identity is, and we're all like, no. And then we get static, and we're like, oh, thank goodness. And then, boom, yes. pops back in. The world in now knows. Parker. The entire world that Peter Parker the world now is Spider-Man. Knows, yeah. um, what does that mean? I have no idea. That means our high school third movie is out the window. That means our, our our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is out the window. Those days are gone. We cannot do that now. We're not going back to high school. We're uh, we're forced into bigger, better things of defending ourselves, watching our back. You know, not having a, a way to 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 hide. All of yeah. our loved ones are now not safe. Yeah, That's so the world he's I'm in curious now. what that means. Um, for the next movie and how they how they do that it, it but it was a really powerful uh mid credit scene very cool then yeah. we made the mistake so of sticking around for the final credit post credit scene and that <laughs> thing was uh <coughs> the skull the scroll reveal An which was one. okay you know that was kind of interesting and then yeah yeah, yeah, and I like those scrolls. I like those. Those were those were one of my 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 top. But then we like go Marvel. to a but, a, a shot of Samuel L. Jackson on a beach, which isn't really. It's, it was obvious. It was a green screen uh, beach, um, and then we get to see him walking around in bare feet in a 
on a spaceship with a whole bunch of scrolls. And I could mm-hmm. glean nothing from that. Uh, sword. We know what it meant. It meant it means sword. You know, shield and sword. But what does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, that means it's you know space so cops. What what mutant movie is that that going to be? You know, Sword is a fictional counterterrorism and intelligence agency appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Its perfect its purpose is to deal with extraterrestrial threats to uh, to world security and is in space based counterpart of Shield, which deals with local threats to the world. So what that means to me is. Phase four is cosmic, which is my so least favorite part of comic books. Like Galactus and Silver Surfer and more, more, more uh, Gal- Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I'm fine with more Guardians. Eternals is, of course, going to be cosmic. Um, we're going to get Captain Marvel 2, which is, of course, going to be cosmic. We're going to, at some point, finish the Adam Warlock stuff, which is going to be cosmic. So... What this says to me is, we for how long? And that's what for we're a whole doing. phase, which kind of, uh, I mean, I mean, for a year yes. or two, I guess I'll be okay with it. Because I mean, we did big potatoes. I mean, things would be small potatoes if we just went back to Earth and did Doctor Doom again. They say I want. That's what I want. Is I want Doom, but it looks like I'm not going to get Doctor Doom. It looks like we're going. For Beyonders or whoever and whatever and and, and all these people. Uh, so maybe maybe we're going to end up with a Secret Wars. Yes, hmm. that's that's that kind of thing exactly. Okay, all right. You got a lot more out of that scene than I did. <laughs> I was I was swimming in popcorn at that point. And to. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, why else would Fury be in space? Okay, what's S.H.I.E.L.D. in space? Oh, that's actually a thing. It's yeah. called S.W.O.R.D. Okay. So, uh, alright. So, more scrolls, more space, another Captain Marvel, obviously. How more does Black Kree, Panther 2 fit into that? More Marvel. Oh, that's a great question. I don't know, maybe uh, Doctor Strange is teleporting him places. I mean, because he's got... I mean, he has to stay on Earth and be the Avengers. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So Black I Panther know. two can't. I don't want him in space. I want I want more Wakanda action. I don't either. Um, whatever Black Panther storylines there are, they better not screw that up too much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So um, yeah. this is the third Tom Holland Spider Man because one of them was the Avengers. Well, we had him in Civil War. We had him in. Um, we had him in both Avengers movies, and we had him in his yeah, own yeah, too. Whatever. So that's five. Times. So he's done, or that that <laughs> deal is done, I think. <laughs> and so now we have to figure out what's next for it. And is it more MCU? Yeah. Is does Sony just say, you know what? We can do better with Marvel than without them. We should keep this partnership alive. Or, you know what? We can do as good as this by ourselves. We don't need to be MCU connected anymore. We just want to tell Spidey stories. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious which mm-hmm. way it goes. Um, 
And I, I just hope Tom Holland sticks around. Yeah. What do you think? I'm trying to read up. Sorry. There's conflicting reports on... For those... This means... Uh, he's completed five of six movies. Okay. So he still has one more on the contract. And is that what we're thinking might be the Sinister Six then? Sinister Six, yeah, that's what we're thinking. So yeah, he's done five of six, and we don't know the future from that point on. But all in all, great movie. Um, Homecoming was usually in my top five, or, or right there in the five, six, seven range. I liked this better than Homecoming. So, this movie is high up in my rank. I super liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. The only thing I didn't like was the post-post-credits scene. Um, mm-hmm. Light-hearted, fun. Uh, for being a longer movie, it paced well, and I didn't get antsy and move around my seat a bunch. So, uh, man, it was great. I loved it. Do more of these. Marvel knocked it out of the park again. Yeah, definitely top uh, half of the MCU movies for me. And... Uh, Worth worth the trip to the theater, um, fun time, um, thumbs up. There you go. So, comics for fun and profit, an official recommendation, official enjoyment of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, and boy, now we got to wait a long time for whatever's next from Marvel. But we want to thank you guys for taking this half-hour ride with us through what Kyle and Drew thought of Spider-Man Far From Home. Feel free to drop us a line on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, throw us a Gmail, you know, all that stuff. All these things can be found at comicsfunprofit.com. Be part of the conversation. Did you not like this movie? Did you love this movie? What was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? Or do you have some more information on things like Dimitri and Chameleon that we missed? Or Sword and Shield that we missed? Uh... You know, school us on these things. Help us out here. We appreciate it. We always love to have you guys involved in our conversation. So thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya.